Welcome to Highway 89, Utah's most scenic musical byway. I'm Bruce Seeley. This hour, we're going to feature the works of the English composer Rafe von, von Williams, performed by the Intermezzo Chamber Music Series artists tenor Brian Stuckey, violinist Stephanie Cathcart, Tina Johnson, violist Julie Edwards, and Kevin Shumway, cellist from the Utah Symphony. We'll also be hearing from pianist Jed Moss and double bassist Jamie Allen, also with the Utah Symphony, although we won't be hearing from him in the first part in the song cycle. But we are going to be talking about Vaughn Williams early on, a fellow who composed several different types of music, including operas and film scores, but he was a dedicated collector of English folk songs and music and spent a lot of time doing that. He traveled the countryside transcribing folk tunes and carols. He incorporated some of those into some of his best-known melodies, and we're going to be hearing about those as we go along today. So thank you for being with us. We will also visit with our guests in a few minutes, but let's get to the music right now. There are six parts in the Rafe von Williams song cycle on Wenlock Edge. We're going to hear the first, and I guess in these days we'd call it the title track of the work on Wenlock Edge, performed for us, uh, and then we're going to talk a little bit with some of the artists, and then we'll hear the rest of the uh, songs, the cycle featuring settings of six poems from A.E. Hausman's A Shropshire Lad. So let's listen now to tenor Brian Stuckey, violinist Stephanie Cathcart and Tina Johnson, violist Julie Edwards, and cellist Kevin Shumway, with pianist Jed Moss on Wenlock Edge. Through woods in riot, through 
You're listening to Highway 89, and we have just heard uh, tenor Brian Stuckey and an assemblage of musical friends who have uh, been performing at the Intermezzo Chamber Music Series, an annual feature that uh, brings uh, chamber music to Salt Lake City and to Park City locations. We'll talk more about that a little later on, and we're going to hear the rest of the song cycle from which we have just heard the first part on Wenlock Edge. We'll hear the other five pieces and unfortunately, we won't be able to talk to all of the members of the group that are with us on Highway 89, but we are going to start with Brian Stuckey and uh, ask uh, some things. First, about this piece, maybe. Are you a Vaughn Williams fan, or how, what What led you to, to bringing this piece to us? I am absolutely a Vaughn Williams fan. Um, I... Uh... I love his music, and uh, I, I've uh, long been a fan of his uh, his use of the sort of the English vernacular music kind of to to create great art music, and um, and I also love chamber music. Um, my my former life, I was a cellist, and uh, and uh, I discovered this piece when I was an undergrad, um, and I was uh, singing at that point as well. But I was actually thinking I was going to be a cellist at that point. But um, since I since I found it in the library, I had really I had wanted to perform it um, ever since then, and and this has been my first opportunity, and so and I actually didn't make the choice to program. It was the choice of the Intermezzo uh, Chamber Music Festival, uh, the people who are in charge of the artistic administration there, and they programmed it and asked me to be involved, and I jumped at the opportunity. Well, and we're looking forward to hearing the rest of it here in just a minute. But I notice um, the byline on your family blog says the adventures of a nomadic opera family. So <laughs> right. enough about Vaughn Williams. Let's talk about this nomadic family. How, <laughs> How is it trying to raise a family and, and be an opera performer when you're not based where opera performers usually are? Right, yeah. It is definitely a constant adventure. Um, 
we, uh, I, I graduated from Indiana University, and we already had our son. He was just about uh, four months old at that time. But I began performing immediately. I had already signed with my agent in New York, and, and so we started traveling um, right off the bat. And we decided early on that we wanted to just keep our family together as much as we could. So um, unlike a lot of opera singers, uh, whenever I go on an extended engagement, which most operas take at least a month on the road, uh, the family goes with. And so uh, we've uh, had our kids all over the states and all over the world in lots of different places. And it's, uh, you know, logistically sometimes an absolute nightmare, but, uh, but uh, it's worth it to us. And, you know, we've kind so of made it work. It is working out yeah, uh, so far. So far. Now, so you far. said sometimes, of course, it can be really challenging. Probably has a rewarding moment or two. Are there any little family secrets you can let us in on? Some of the oh, good stories. Well, I mean, I just feel like the you know the luckiest opera singer in the world because um, because for so many opera singers, the hardest part of the job is sort of the isolation and and having to say goodbye to loved ones and be and you know there is it's a small world in the opera community. You do see a lot of the same singers over and over again, but still, you know, you're bouncing around a great deal. And I get to um, um, I get to on breaks, go go home and have lunch with my kids and uh, read them bedtime stories at night and, you know, those sorts of things. So, and I think that that for me also, when you're in the midst of a, a, a stressful production, um, you know, if you don't have a lot of, you don't have a lot of time uh, or you are, you know, it's a, it can be a high pressure industry, obviously. And it, uh, and it definitely is a great perspective to go home and to, you know, to be a dad. Well, I wish you much, much continued success with that. Thank you. Let's get back. Let's put you back to work now, shall we? Um, interesting. Ray Fawn Williams' use of the piano quintet as an accompanying ensemble was kind of an innovation in English music, and we're going to hear more of that now as we continue with his uh, song cycle on Wenlock Edge. We heard the first uh, piece. Here are the next five. From Far, From Even Morning, Is My Team Plowing, Oh, When I Was In Love With You, Brendan Hill, and Clun? Clun, Clun? Clun, perhaps. <laughs> All right. Here again, tenor Brian Stuckey, violinist Stephanie Cathcart and Tina Johnson, violist Julie Edwards, cellist Kevin Shumway, and pianist Jed Moss on Highway 89. Thank you. 
But when the snows at Christmas on Breeden top were strewn, my love rose up so early and stole out unbeknown and went to church.
Oh. 
You're listening to Highway 89. I guess we like to think it is uh, Utah's most scenic musical byway, and in this hour we're featuring works of English composer Rayfon Williams. We've just concluded On Wenlock Edge, his song cycle, featuring the settings of six poems from A. E. Ausman's A Shropshire Lad. I like the word Shropshire, actually, myself. Now, in a moment, we're going to be hearing uh, Von Williams' piano quintet in C minor, and we're going to do it in a way that we wouldn't in performance. We're going to break up the movements and talk in between them. But uh, before we do that, we'd like to talk to one of our artists. By the way, we've been listening to pianist Jed Moss, cellist Kevin Shumway, violist Julie Edwards, violinists Tina Johnson and Stephanie Cathcart, and tenor Brian Stuckey. Well, we're going to bring... Julie to the microphone now and talk to her for just a moment. You're playing with the Utah Symphony. Mm -hmm. You began teaching when you were quite young. Uh, not that you're not now, of course. <laughs> oh, you flatterer. I wonder when, when you start teaching as young as you did, and then at this point, do you, do you meet up with some of your students, people that maybe you taught in high school or something, and, and what's that like, that kind of a reunion? I did in the past. I should really say that I wasn't exactly teaching as much as I was perhaps mentoring. Okay. Um, I, as I, you know, was just in ninth or tenth grade myself, and these were girls that were like in sixth grade, and they needed help with their orchestra music and things like that, things of that mm -hmm. nature. So it wasn't that kind of really formal sorts of teaching. You knew more than they did and you shared. Right, and where okay. I grew up was sort of a smaller town and we didn't have, it's different now, it's much different now, but we didn't have a lot of viola players in town. So okay. um, I was a viola player and I was in town, so I, I, I did some mentoring. Um, and I have run into a few of my former students. Um, a few years ago, I went home and played a concert and my very first student was actually um, in the orchestra and she had gone to University of Wyoming and they gave her a pretty decent scholarship to play in the school orchestra, even though she was not majoring in, in music or majoring in viola. She was um, doing speech therapy, I think, oh. and um, paid for her college. And so she was still enjoying playing. It was really wonderful to see. That was a, a very nice moment, I'm sure. It was, because I, yes, remembered her so fondly. So You almost played the flute. 
Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> I had this dream to play the to play the flute um, when I was young. Actually, I went through a period almost with every instrument that I wanted to play, but flute in particular, I really wanted to play. And I was only going to play viola for one year because orchestra started in grade four at my school and band mm -hmm. started at grade five. So I was going to quit viola and switch to flute. And my orchestra teacher told me, "Don't do that. Flute players are a dime a dozen. If you play viola, you will always have work." So. Well, and, and it was here, rather prophetic. And here you are, <laughs> yes, here I am. performing at the Interranto Chamber Music Series. And oh, and it's wonderful. We were just talking on the drive up here about how it actually, you know, to do these concerts every summer really actually helps improve our playing and keep keep focus going through through the summer concerts of fireworks and 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 those kinds of concerts. It's really great to be able to play this music. Um, with friends and colleagues, and it's, it's completely enjoyable. Well, and we're very glad that you're uh, sharing with us today on Highway 89. Can you tell us a little bit about the quintet that we're about to hear? Um, gosh. It's by Vaughn Williams. It is by Vaughn Williams. <laughs> um, I part. think it was an early work. Um, in fact, it says that on the score, early works of Vaughn Williams. And I believe that he had edited it a number of times and then had put it away and had put a note on it perhaps that said not for publication and his widow found it and just a few years ago I think it was published and bass players you know don't have a lot of chamber music opportunities so my first introduction to this piece was last summer at a chamber music festival camp that I teach at and the bass player really wanted to do this piece because it's not the trout quintet so that was my first introduction to it. And I think in the last few years, it's gotten a lot more playing because of, because of the unique instrumentation and bass players just want to do something fun and different, so. Well, then let's do it. I think it'll be, uh, it'll be wonderful. Now, uh, we're going to give Tina Johnson a rest uh, for the uh, quintet and uh, not exactly taking her place, but Jamie Allen is going to be performing now with his, um, with his bass as we hear the first movement from Vaughn Williams' Piano Quintet in C minor on Highway 89. When we're ready, here it is. <laughs>
You're listening to Highway 89, and we have just heard the first movement of Ray Fon Williams' Piano Quintet in C minor. These players are part of the Intermezzo Chamber Music Series this summer, and uh, we're going to take a moment now and talk to pianist Jed Moss, a short moment uh, as uh, time is going by. Life is best. I've heard you, uh, your name associated with all kinds of music, and I'm sure you get asked, I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite genre, if you have one? Oh, dear. Don't you hate that question? I think I have a tendency to fall in love with whatever I'm working with intensely at the moment. But I, I like impressionistic music uh, on piano, and there's a hint of that actually in in this Von Williams work. Is there something that uh, what's coming up next for you? Something that you always wanted to do, or do you have a project ahead that you want to reveal uh, here? I'm focusing lately on my life on um, uh, recording CD projects. So I'll be, in fact, this evening I'll be recording uh, in Dion Concert Hall with my uh, trio, the Sundance Trio. Wonderful. Well, that's uh, it's good. Uh, just uh, before we get back to, we're going to hear the second movement. Um, you're all playing at the Intermezzo. Do you know each other? Did you just all kind of come together for this particular? Well, we were brought together series? for this particular concert, but we do know each other. We've worked in various uh, forms throughout the years, and I just want to take the opportunity to say that it's it's a fabulous opportunity for me working for these, working with these. Uh, wonderful musicians, all of them. Their their uh, comments and their directions in our rehearsals. It's been it's been hard work, but it's been a joy. Music is a is a family kind of thing, and it so is, yeah. thank you. Well, let's get back to uh, Von Williams here now, and hear the second movement of his piano quintet in C minor here on Highway 89. With this uh, particular group, we will uh, tell you who the players are right at the end of the second movement. So uh, here we go.
On Highway 89, we have just heard the conclusion of the Rafe von Williams Piano Quintet in C minor. We've had an hour of music featuring the works of von Williams. We have just heard uh, in performance violinist Stephanie Cathcart, violist Julie Edwards, cellist Kevin Shumway, pianist Jed Moss, and bassist Jamie Allen. Earlier in our program, we also heard from violinist Tina Johnson and tenor Brian Stuckey. They're all performing at the Intermezzo Chamber Series, and you can learn more about that, if you'd like, online at intermezzoconcerts.org. We would love to hear from you anytime about our program on Highway 89, and you can contact us at highway89 at byu.edu. We take you to any number of musical destinations. We hope they're memorable and enjoyable. Uh, Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting. I'm Bruce Seeley. Thanks for listening.